quick disclaimer before we begin, the PEMF podcast does not contain any medical advice and the content provided is for informational purposes only. If you have any health concerns, please visit a healthcare professional. Welcome back to another PEMF podcast. And uh, today we have a, a very special guest called Dr. Henning Sauper. I'll leave you to introduce yourself, please, and, um, and give us some information on your background. Yeah, hello, Andy. It's a great pleasure and uh, uh, an honor to be on your podcast today. My name, as you said, is Dr. Henning Salpe. I'm a medical doctor located in the middle of Germany, uh, and I, I'm the founder and medical director of a private holistic clinic called the Arcadia Clinic uh, that I started some 20 years ago. Um, and our speciality is chronic diseases, and within the realm of chronic diseases, we're specialized on patients with cancerous diseases. So this is what I've been doing for the last 30 years uh, as a, a, an MD. Um, I, I studied biology and cancer immunology and cancer, bi cancer um, basic research for the last 30 years to find the best ways to help patients to deal with this very, very complex disease that really matters more and more in, in modern countries uh, as soon the number one reason for too early deaths in developed countries. That's a sad truth. Um, statistics today tell us that we have a lifetime risk of about 40% to develop a cancerous disease, and it will get worse if we don't change the trend. Uh, again, statistics tells us that in 15 years, uh, we're heading towards a 50% lifetime risk to develop a cancerous disease during our life if we don't change the trend. And this is one of my goals to contribute to changing the trend and to help people to not develop cancer. That would be my biggest goal. So prevention. And that's why I wrote and published a book on the topic uh, under the title Holistic Cancer Medicine. Uh, and in my daily work here as a, a medical doctor, I, I help patients with. Uh, cancerous diseases in all stages to get the disease under control with as little toxicity as possible and as much vitality support and immune support as possible. Okay, no, great. Thank you for that introduction. So who is it mainly just cancer patients you're seeing or do you also um, see other patients outside of this realms? Well, in reality, we see, I would say, 80 to 90 percent, sometimes sometimes 95% of patients with cancerous diseases. And the other um, diagnoses that we uh, treat here are complex medical problems like chronic fatigue syndrome, chronic uh, inflammatory diseases, autoimmune diseases like uh, uh, inflammatory bowel diseases, Crohn's disease, ulcerous colitis, rheumatism, Patients with chronic infections like Lyme's disease, chronic borreliosis, uh, knock at our door regularly and ask for help. But as I said, the majority of patients that come to our place suffer from a cancerous disease, which is a group nowadays of more than 500 different uh, diseases. The most common ones, of course, breast cancer and colon cancer, lung cancer, prostate cancer. But altogether, uh, we can differentiate cancerous diseases into more than 500 uh, subtypes. So it's a lot to do. And, and that is what I have specialized uh, uh, for the last year. So this is my realm. I'm a complementary oncologist. No, brilliant. Okay. So 
on average, do you think, you know, how, how long do people um, need to be with you? So I, I assume they come and they, they almost check into your clinic um, and they're coming, you say they're coming from all over the world. Um, and how, how long do you recommend someone would stay with you? So the average patient that comes to us is pre-treated, sometimes heavily pre-treated with standard oncology uh, treatment protocols, chemotherapy, radiation, surgery, anti-hormonal th therapies. So when they come to our clinic, they are in most cases in different spot and their lives are at stake. So let me mention that to, to show our audience that, that this is uh, not an easy group of patients to take care of. So my recommendation is to come and invest uh, for three weeks, three weeks in time uh, to stay at our clinic. And after these three weeks, we stay in touch with our patients. We do follow-ups. We do telemedicine video consultations. We send patients home with a home care package with um, nutritional supplements, naturopathic remedies. But in case there is somebody uh, in the vicinity of the patient's home, that helps out with infusions. We, we even send patients home with uh, drugs for infusion and, and monitor their disease uh, through video consultations, help patients how to, uh, to find a way to get the disease under control at home. And many patients choose to come back after a period of time to, to come for maintenance because cancer in most cases is a chronic disease that is difficult to cure but there are many good ways to keep it under control, to make life livable and, and with a good quality of life. Um, so three weeks is, is the average uh, time to spend at our clinic. Some patients need to stay longer and shorter than two weeks does not really make sense because that's what we need in order to be able to show what we can do. So two weeks is the shortest, three weeks is the average, and sometimes more than three weeks are necessary. Okay, good. So um, what, what does a day look like in your, in your clinic? So how, how does that start from, from the patient waking up? Yeah, a few words about the clinic itself. It's located beautifully in the countryside in the middle of Germany, surrounded by woods and meadows. It's a little curative village with a hot spring called Bad Emstal. Uh, Bad means bath in Germany. And, um, and uh, the staff is 25 people. Uh, three medical doctors, nurses, physiotherapists, maintenance staff, uh, mental training staff. Um, and a typical day starts with a breakfast at uh, 8 o'clock. And then after breakfast, patients uh, see their doctor for a daily check-in. We look at blood values. We look at um, um, test results from the various tests we have done. And then patients start to get their treatments uh, with infusion, with heat treatment that is called hyperthermia. Hyper means overheating. So we, we treat patients with warmth, with infrared-based warmth or with radio wave-based warmth. And um, parallel to these heat or warmth treatments, patients receive uh, infusions with the drugs. We do tests to find out what drugs are the most successful ones, so-called chemosensitivity tests. Um, and based on the test results, we choose out the best drugs from both worlds, from the world of, of classic synthetic oncology, sometimes if necessary, and as much as we can from the realm of naturopathic anti-cancer drugs such as vitamin C, high dosage, turmeric extract, Chinese wormwood, mistletoe infus infusions, minerals and, and uh, vitamins, um, and make a, a, a mixed infusion program 
uh, with anti-inflammatory, life-supporting and anti-cancer drugs. And when we use synthetic anti-cancer drugs, we do it in a, in a dose-reduced manner that we potentize with something that is called insulin potentization. We use the natural hormone insulin to reduce blood sugar. And in a bl low blood sugar condition, cancer cells are much more uh, vulnerable and susceptible for uh, the attack with chemotherapy. That method was developed uh, almost 80 years ago in Mexico. Uh, and ever since that, uh, it was used, insulin potentiation therapy, in naturopathic holistic treatments ar uh, clinics around the world. We are one of them. Um, after the infusions and the heat treatments, patients uh, have a pause, get their lunch. After lunch, they get a liver poultice uh, to support their digestion and detoxification. Then they get massage therapies. Then we have um, seminars with lectures and, and um, guided meditations, uh, mental training, coaching. We deal with fear and stress issues, something that is very, very important in the holistic approach. Cancer patients have reasons to have stress. The, 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 the disease itself comes very often with um, uh, something that reduces the quality of life in terms of pain or discomfort. And altogether, there is always a cloud of fearful thoughts and worries around the cancer patient. And that interacts negatively with the patient's healing abilities and immune system. We call it psychoimmunology nowadays or psychoneuroimmunology. The, the fact that our psyche and our brain interacts with our immune system, and that is of huge importance uh, for every patient, for every living being to be in a good state of mind and peace of mind um, in order to stay healthy and have a healthy immune system, a powerful immune system. So that is another component that we teach and practice in groups in the afternoon. Um, and uh, we, we have our own restaurant where we prepare anti-inflammatory healthy food, um, and um, we have a beautiful park and, and, and nature around the clinic where patients can go for a walk when they are done with the treatments and enjoy themselves in nature and have time to reflect upon their life and to make a good plan on how to continue their life once the disease has, come under, has, has gotten under control. So this is what happens from Monday to Friday, and on Saturday, Sunday, patients have a pause, they get, of course, full board meals as every day, and they have access to some of the treatment rooms for oxygen or PMF therapy, something that we will talk about a little more in depth in a little while. So some of the treatments can be uh, done even on Saturdays and Sundays when the patients are instructed on how to use the devices. And then on Monday, uh, we start over again with infusions and, and uh, doctor's consultations where we discuss the results and plan how to continue the treatments. And that three weeks in a row is the average stay. Uh, and, and in the third week, we prepare the patient to continue with some of the, the treatments that uh, the patient has learned here at our clinic and how to implement that in, in his or her life at home. Excellent. So the, the overall outcome of your clinic is, is um, you know, helping to people manage uh, these chronic conditions, live with them and hopefully extend life expectancy or, you know, ideally reversing those. Yeah, quality of life. I mean, in, in most cases, we, we can say that we achieve a reduction of, of the tumor sizes and that's what's, what's called remission. Um, 
I'm experienced enough and humble enough to say that I'm in most cases not able to cure uh, my patients, but I, I have a good chance together with my patients to get the disease under control and push it into a remission. Um, and with a remission, you can continue to live a good life and, and find ways to get your health balance um, in a good shape so that your immune system can control uh, the number of cancer cells in your body. And uh, so that would be to transform a progressive disease into a manageable, stable disease. And by the way, that's what we have to do with many diseases, not only with cancer, all the autoimmune diseases, rheumatism, autoimmune bowel diseases, um, asthma, uh, are chronic diseases uh, that needs to be uh, treated in most cases as long as the patient lives. Um, so there is also a part of the mental training that we do with the patient to understand that, hey, you are now in a stage three or stage four where we look at your condition and your life as a chronic disease that you have to get under control for as long as you live, sorry, there is no easy way out. There is no fast fix or guaranteed cure. We're working on a cure and maybe, maybe, maybe the, the, the disease falls asleep and goes into a complete remission. But if that does not happen, don't be too worried and have a positive attitude to get this disease under control and make it a manageable disease. Yeah, no, great. It sounds good. So during your explanation, you mentioned the PMF. Um, so how did you find out about PMF originally? How, how did you come across PMF and how was that story? Yeah, well, that story goes back to more than 20 years back in time uh, where I got a catalog, a brochure and an article through a, a colleague of mine. At that time, I worked in Stockholm, Sweden, and he told me, uh, have a look at that. That seems to work very well against uh, pain and and uh, chronic uh, symptoms of chronic diseases like fatigue, tiredness, um, circulatory problems, and uh, it's it's now well, probably already 23, 24 years ago that I um, bought my first PMF device and um, incorporated it in into my clinical work and offered treatments to patients and. Um, Already at that time, uh, I used a live uh, blood analysis microscope, a dark field microscope, to look at living blood cells uh, and show the result to my patients on a screen to show something that is directly connected to vitality. Um, live blood analysis with a dark field microscope is the technique that, that uses a special optic trick, a, a special optic condenser. Um, to make blood cells visible with a high contrast without killing them with a chemical stain. Um, so it allows us to look at living blood cells. And in most chronic diseases, we see uh, a very impressive phenomenon, and that is called rouleau or clustered blood cells. Rouleau is like coin rolls, blood cells that, that uh, build up to a coin roll. And, and that is because of a lack of electricity on the cellular membranes of the red blood cells that make the cells more sticky instead of repelling uh, the neighboring cell through a, a well-charged electromagnetic field. And, and that is a symptom that many chronic diseases uh, present if we look at the blood of our patients. Every patient with a chronic inflammatory disease and most patients with cancerous diseases have sticky blood cells. And sticky blood cells means um, 
less effective oxygen transport, low oxygen uh, levels in the tissue, something we call hypoxia. Hypoxia is the lack of sufficient oxygen in tissues. And hypoxia is recognized as one of the key drivers of cancerogenesis, of the, the building of cancer cells. So everything we can do to support um, a better oxygen turnover and oxygen saturation in, in the tissues will help us to get cancer under control. Uh, and um, my first observation already 23, 24 years ago when I started with PMF therapy is that um, the, the, the picture of what I see under my dark field microscope, if I look at the patient's blood cells, improves already after the first um, treatment with a PMF device. The cells get um, recharge through the electromagnetic pulses and pick up this electricity and energy to polarize their membranes. They, they get back to their natural um, uh, potential and are able to repel the neighboring cell and, and, and uh, uh, that enables the cells to do what they're supposed to do, to transport oxygen uh, in, in our body. So that was my first... Uh, uh, surprising and, and astonishing insight uh, with PMF that already after one hour of treatment, I see an improvement uh, in my microscope, a very, very um, convincing and easy to do uh, a feedback uh, uh, test to see if there is any change. And my patients felt better. So that's how it started. And then um, I, I observed patients who, who did it and, and I, I remember the first breakthrough uh, experience I had with a patient, and that was a patient with a chronic uh, lymphatic uh, leukemia, CLL, and I did not have so much to offer. Uh, she was on the verge where she, uh, with her blood values, where she needed chemotherapy. Her, her white blood cell count was raising 30,000 per microliter, 40,000, 50,000 normal ranges up to 10,000 per microliter. And her oncologist told her, when you reach up to 80,000, we need to give you chemotherapy to suppress the growth and, uh, of your immature white blood cells. So I said, why don't you try out PMF therapy? It, it, it has no disadvantages. You have to invest some money to get the device, but then you have it for the rest of your life. And maybe it helps you to get this disease under control. I was very humble with my with my presentation because I had very little experience at that time. This is more than 20 years ago. Um, and she did it. She invested in a PEMF device uh, and started to use it on a daily basis. And for years, at least for 10 years, and then I dropped contact with her, her blood val value count stabilized. She never needed chemotherapy. Uh, it was mind-boggling and and. That, that something as relatively simple as PMF stabilized her disease. Uh, the prognosis of her oncologist was that from the time that, from, from that moment on where she contacted me, that she, within a few weeks, would need chemotherapy. And for at least 10 years uh, where we had contact and she regularly sent me uh, emails with her blood values, she didn't need chemotherapy. I don't know what happened thereafter. Uh, I cannot follow up all my patients that I've seen the last 20 years, but for many, many years, she got back to me and thanked me and said, hey, here's my latest blood value count. It's still stable. I don't need chemotherapy. So, and when I, when I experienced that, I thought, wow, there is a potential in PMF therapy. This has to be used 
uh, widely in patients with chronic diseases. Excellent. That's no, a really good example. So can you, you said about um, how it changes the, the, the cells of the body. Do you, do you know how, what, what does it do to the outside of the cells to, to help that process? Um, well, let me start with telling our audience that we are electromagnetic beings. Um, the physiology, the biology of the human body, and not only the human body, of every living cell on this planet is based on the phenomenon of electromagnetism. Every living cell, from a single cell amoeba in a pond to the highly complex human body made out of 100 trillion cells, every cell is electromagnetically charged uh, with a certain potential of an electric and magnetic field. And when that electromagnetic field collapses, the cell dies. So I have a cell model here. Um, so this represents a human cell with a membrane and a nucleus where the genes are and organelles. And um, in this complex body of a, of a living cell, we have organelles that are called mitochondria. These red bean-like structures uh, are what biologists call mitochondria. And the mitochondria are the energy plants of the cell. That means that the air we inhale with the oxygen that the air con uh, contains and the food we eat are transformed in the mitochondria into chemically usable energy carriers. These energy carriers are called ATP, adenosine tree phosphate. And that's the currency that the cell uses to pay every function that requires energy. If the cell absorbs something, if the cell excretes something through the membrane, if the cell produces a protein, a hormone, or whatever, it consumes ATP, and the ATP is produced in the, in the mitochondria. Cancer is, amongst many things, a mitochondrial disease. A cancerous cell has a huge problem to produce enough ATP in the mitochondria, and that is one reason why the cancer cell behaves uh, oddly and in a pathological way that it doesn't listen to stop signals and growth without any need and ruins the body by overgrowth. Um, this all has to do with the, the shortage and lack of energy in the mitochondria. Um, and if you ask a biologist, how does the mitochondrium produce energy? How does it build up this ATP molecule that is the universal energy carrier? The answer is, it's a very complex procedure. It fills books with many hundred pages to describe it. But if we simplify the answer, it's about the flow of electrons. Inside the mitochondria, a flow of electrons um, is like the big propeller of a, of a turbine, of a motor that charges a chemical molecule called ATP. And what drives this propeller, this, this engine of life inside the mitochondria, is the flow of electrons. And this flow of electrons comes from the energy that we get from the oxygen we inhale and the food we eat. But if the body has problems to use the oxygen, or if we don't get enough oxygen, or if we have digestive problems to break down the, the food into usable energy packages, uh, or if we disturb the mitochondrial energy flow with toxins, we inhale the smoke of a cigarette, we inhale the fumes of, of pesticides and industry waste products, uh, we have a, a problem in the mitochondria and we block the flow of energy. And here comes PMF. It's, it's like the charger of a modern cell, cell phone 
that goes by induction. You know that we all know that modern uh, chargers of cell phones don't need a wire-to-wire -wire contact. You just put your cell phone on a plate, and the plate um, represents a pulsating electromagnetic field. Actually, it's a little PEMF device. You can you can say a, a, a modern cell phone charger is a PEMF device, and you put the, your cell phone with a decharged battery on top of it, and through induction energy transport through waves the battery in your cell phone picks up uh, the electromagnetic energy from the charger uh, and and gets recharged so you can use it again and that's exactly what happens if you lay down on a PAMF mattress if the batteries in of your body the electricity in your mitochondria is impaired because of toxicity inflammation lack of nutrients etc exhaustion um, infectious particles, uh, unnecessary uh, results of, of, of uh, pro-inflammatory vaccinations in brackets, etc., etc. The list of things that disturb the mitochondrial electricity is long, and 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 uh, so if your energy production is down, uh, then it is very smart to have a device that you can lay on. Uh, and, and recharge your body with this electromagnetic induction. It's as simple as what we do with a cell phone if we put it on an induction charger. So the electricity from the pulsating electromagnetic uh, field from the applicator of a PEMF device interacts with the electricity of the mitochondria. So the, the mitochondria pick up this electricity or electromagnetic wave and use it to produce more ATP. So I guess this is the core idea behind PMF. It's, a, it's an enabler of mitochondrial energy production. And if that is true, then, then we can understand why PMF works so well against all chronic diseases, because all chronic diseases come with a mitochondrial aspect, with a shortage of mitochondrial energy. Uh, infectious diseases, inflammatory diseases, autoimmune diseases, degenerative diseases, uh, and cancerous diseases all have a mitochondrial aspect. So if we can recharge the, the mitochondria without doing any harm to the body, then we do a lot of good. We, we get more energy and the body uses this energy to have a, a, a healthy blood flow, to have blood cells that have a normal electric field. And with this normal, healthy electric field, they can pick up more oxygen, they can deliver more oxygen to the organs, um, and they can help the body to be in this flow of energy that we call health or life. So PMF therapy is actually a basic vitality enhancement therapy that, that can be used in all types of chronic illnesses. And not only chronic illnesses, also for for anti-aging or smart aging therapies, uh, and why not for prevention? I use it myself just to, to, to age smartly and to prevent diseases. Excellent. So one question we get quite often because, uh, like you just really well explained, um, you know, PMF therapy can be really beneficial for cells in the body. Uh, one concern we get is you know, people with with cancer, with uh, with tumors and that sort of thing. They're wondering, you know, if if you're feeding this body these wonderful uh, electromagnetic fields and they're taking it all in, um, what's stopping the cancer cells from saying, "Oh, this is great," you know, let's take this in and let's let's multiply, let's you know, let's make this worse. 
Yeah, that requires that we go into a little deeper into cancer biology. And for the ones who want to read it more in depth, I recommend my book, Holistic Cancer Medicine, where I explain this in great detail. So uh, we want the cancer cell to say, in inverted commas, if it had a mouth, great, let's use this energy. I love this energy. Uh, give me more energy so I can produce more ATP, because that is exactly what makes the cancer cell less aggressive. This is a step into healing the cancer cell. Of course, healing the cancer cell is a big statement, a big word, and I don't say that this is easily accomplished, but at least we can say uh, it's partially accomplished if we apply PMF therapy, uh, that we can make cancer cells less aggressive. Um, so there is no disadvantage for the entire organism suffering from cancer if we make the cancer cells a little more energetic because if we do that the cancer cell goes back a little bit or sometimes a lot on its way from falling out from normal behavior into cancerous behavior it moves back if it has gets the energy to do so into a more uh, normal cellular behavior and that is into a less aggressive cancer cell behavior so we have to understand that the lack of energy pushes in the body, the lack of oxygen, the lack of usable energy, pushes the cells into an emergency mode that we call cancer. The cell does not die, but it survives in a very odd pathological way, uh, and that is a cell that lives without um, uh, the ability to die, that's what we call apoptosis, the, bi the biology word for natural cell death. It's a Greek word called apoptosis, the natural cell death. And if the cell energy goes down under a certain level, the cell switches off its ability to die in a natural way of apoptosis or old age. And that's the catastrophe. That's the catastrophe when the cells abandon the natural cycle of life. Uh, because of a shortage of energy, they have so little energy that they decide to not die any longer. Sounds crazy, but that is the biological truth. If you study cancer biology, that's what biologists tells us, tell us. The cancer cell has abandoned death because of a shortage of energy. So the shortage of energy forces the cell to go into a very odd survival mode, the cancer mode. And if we give the cancer cell more energy, we can partly move this trend back into a normal cellular life form where the cell hopefully switches on the apoptosis gene and dies from apoptosis, natural cell death of the aged cell. And, and that is the, the, um, the expectation behind PMF therapy. It does not kill the cell. It switches on the natural program of cell death. Makes sense. No, thanks for that. That was a really good explanation. I think that really explained, you know, for, for, for that concern. So for, for those of people that don't know what PMF therapy is, you know, what does an average session look like in, in your clinic? How, how do you get PMF? Yeah, we have uh, three PMF devices here and many patients um, decide after their stay here that this is something they want to incorporate in their home because they suffer from chronic illness they need to find ways to get it under control and PEMF therapy gives them more energy and and lifts their quality of life up instead of 
nagging it down like chemotherapy or radiotherapy. So many patients decide to invest in a PEMF device on the way home. How does it look like? Very simple. Uh, it's a mattress that, that is uh, put on a stretcher or on a bed and an intensive applicator in different sizes. Um, like uh, one device we use comes with an intensive applicator that has the size of a little saucer and the whole body mattress is as big as, as uh, our body. So we can lay down uh, on this mattress, switch the device on. Maybe we have a spot in our body that we want to treat more intensively. That's where we use the intensive applicator. Could be an aching joint, could be a stiff muscle, or could be a cancer metastasis, or it could be your liver. If your liver is in trouble after a chemotherapy and you're tired and need to detox better, then you can put the intensive applicator on your liver and lay down on the whole body mattress. And um, we recommend our patients to use it at least for an hour a day and if you need a more intensive uh, treatment, uh, up to many hours a day is definitely possible. That there is no limitation from the technique as such. There are no side effects. So the longer, the better. Of course, we don't want to spend our day on a PEMF device. We want to do other things too. But from, from the therapy itself, there is no limitation. So if you, if you watch a TV program or a movie two hours and you want to spend that, uh, uh, these two hours in an armchair with a PEMF device behind you or around you, then do it. Uh, the longer, the better. In chronic diseases, the longer, the better. And the, in average, I recommend my patients to stay on the, on the device for an hour a day. Perfect. Now, I think we've touched on some great subjects and uh, we've, you know, we've talked about how you're using PMF therapy to, to help complement what you're doing. Um, just to kind of wrap this up for, for people that want to understand a little bit more about you and a bit more about the therapies you're doing and all that sort of thing. You, you mentioned your book earlier. Um, yeah, that's, so that's, the, that's yeah, a good yeah. introduction. It's, it's, uh, I, I wrote it in Germany, uh, three years ago, and then I got an American, um, uh, uh, printer, uh, Chelsea Green that published it in both Vermont, United States and in London. So you can buy it everywhere on Amazon, on, on book, in books shops or online. There is an audible version. You can, you can buy a, a audio version on audible. If you want to listen to it, uh, we have a, a comprehensive website with about a, approximately 100 pages of information. If you want to go into all the boxes and, 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 uh, subspecialties that we mentioned on our website, arcadiapraxisclinic.de. Of course, it's translated into different languages, inclusive English. Um, then, so you get an idea on, on, on the, the spectrum of therapies that we offer here, hypothermia, individualized chemotherapy, naturopathic drugs, detoxification, mental training, PEMF therapy, oxygen, hydrogen, etc. Um, there are many podcasts and, and videos uh, online. If, if, if you Google my name or if you go on YouTube and, and look for Dr. Salpen Cancer, I guess there are some 50 uh, videos now uh, where I give answers and, and shorter or longer lectures uh, about various topics uh, that um, have to do with cancer. And uh, if you want to know more, just send us an email, go to our website, www.arcadia-praxisclinic.de. Maybe you can mention it on, in, the, uh, um, in, the, in the introduction of, of this podcast to our audience. And you can send our secretaries uh, uh, an email with your questions. And then 
you can get a or you can book me for a, a video consultation uh, where we look at at your uh, situation, your medical files, and and give you advice on what you could do to continue to get your health under better control. And then it's and patients get a, a proposal uh, for their first stay. And and uh, if you are from outside Germany, um, you are likely to fly into Frankfurt Airport, where we pick you up with our shuttle taxi, bring you door to door, and treat you uh, like a first-class patient in, in our clinic with hotel service and full board meals and medical services from morning to evening. Uh, thank you so much for that. And we'll, we will leave the link um, directly to your book and, and maybe to the website as well um, directly under this podcast. But as always, you can always ask questions. Um, all you need to do is just ask any questions underneath this podcast and uh, we'll make sure that it gets through to the right people if that's uh, Dr. Henin Salper. But thanks so much for joining us Thank today. You. I think it's been absolutely great. You've, you've really gone into detail on uh, the therapies you're offering and, and I think it's been really beneficial. So thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you, Andy, and keep the good, keep the good work up. It was a pleasure meeting you today. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>